0: Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where we return to Malafo and play a tournament with the worst masters in the game. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Critical Twits. I'm Brian Ennis. And I'm Aaron Ravitsky. And we have been playing Malafo again, haven't we Aaron? Yes.
1: Actually, well, that was more of a closed question, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a little bit And I also can't really say it again Because I don't play it much You've played it before
0: it's true. You've played it since Therefore you're playing it again Yeah.
1: Although it's it's technically my first tournament Because <laughs> I missed the other one
0: Yes it is, oh that's interesting So we can talk a little bit about some of the tournament things So yeah, the last time we talked about Malifaux We'd just played our first ever tournament uh, But Living in the Swamp that is the Fens, we kind of had to arrange our own tournament with our own local gaming scene. Yeah. And then people didn't turn up.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and so there are only four of us. This time, we managed six people for our tournament.
1: Yay! Yay!
0: Um, and we're starting sort of growing confidence because we're playing more Malifaux and playing under time limits, which I think is something we could discuss again. We talked mm. about it a little bit last time, but yeah. that could be, could be good because t- tournament gaming is very different to... Yes normal gaming yeah. casual gaming that's the that's the, the term isn't it the flip side of the card yes yes <laughs> the back of the card yes <laughs> yeah cool I was trying to make it Malifaux based it didn't really work well, it kind of it's works more of, a, more of a coin
1: analogy isn't it coins, cards all the same thing
0: yes we'll just flip coins <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Malifaux in the future so we we promised it this last time i think <laughs> looking yeah. back at what we did um we have taken a cue from a gaming shop far far away
1: which could be any gaming shop for us but yeah because we live it, in a swamp yeah
0: obviously at uh, this time it was i i, I ran out of sentence because i was just checking my notes <laughs> click the wrong button uh, one of our one of our local players chris hi chris hey how you doing uh, he he's kind of been leading the push as we mentioned last time he's our newest player mm. and that sort of burst of enthusiasm for the game is what's kind of pushed us into to playing more yeah and it was his suggestion that we take a take a leaf out of the book a card out of the deck and they, of Hazar hobbies in Ashburn, Virginia, mm. who were running a tournament for Malifaux called "Burst of the Worst," mm. which is not where you overgrill a German sausage without pricking it <laughs> and have a barbecue-related blindness incident. <laughs> well done. <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? yeah. I thought of that just now. I've been trying to think of a joke all day and didn't didn't come up. No. No way. Oh, That's I just yeah. pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> also makes wine. Uh, yes. So the, the idea of the tournament is to play the masters from each faction that are seen by the community. I think that was a vote.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, but you know I don't trust them. Maybe one master got more seats but didn't win the popular vote. I, I don't <laughs> don't understand. First past the soulstone. Yes, it almost makes sense. It's too democratic for Alifao. It's not a democratic <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. race. Maybe the the archonists. Yeah, uh, um, the, the idea is to take the two masters from each faction or, and give you a choice of, of those the ones that are considered to be rubbish Ooh. so Aaron you've memorised these off by heart so in your own time <laughs> 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 I say this with the safety and security of a man who has them written down in front of him <laughs> And had to go and find them. Because I remember what we played, but there are only six of us, and there are seven factions, 14 masters. So, for the Arcanists, Karras and Ironsides were deemed to be unworthy. For Gremlins, Martucket and Ulix. For Guild, Lady Justice and Hoffman. For Neverborn, Zoraida and Lucius. So, you could take Lucius, but you'd have to play him as Neverborn, not as Guild is interesting Uh, guild have better minions for him but yeah i think Mm. it's maybe it's a balancing thing as well Uh, for outcasts von schill and parker for resurrectionists tara and seamus so again tara being played as a reza not as an outcast Mm -hmm. and then 10 thunders they're all complicated (laughs) Uh, but we had mizaki and yan lo Mm. now those who who've listened to us before when we have uh, talked about we will know that not only is Aaron a big fan of Mizaki that's not an Oiran joke (laughs) Oiran I've done that in ages Uh, that Chris last time we did Hmm. the tournament uh, didn't do so well and played Yanlo yeah Uh, so that may and maybe that's why he decided if I'm going to play something that's considered suboptimal everybody else can too yeah I mean, everyone else can too although he didn't play and this time no but you did play mizaki didn't you
1: yes yeah not that that's predictable in any way Do you before. actually
0: own any other masters aaron no how long have you been playing Malaphone? i don't know about two years
1: three okay
0: <laughs> i just gave aaron three fingers then <laughs> uh, just to, to remind him how long it's been that's um. fine Now everyone Commits to games differently.
1: Yeah, um, I was poor for, that, for those three years. You were, a, you were a dirty, stinking student. Yeah, wash And then I wouldn't have been able to afford even Misaki
0: um, <laughs> So yeah, you played Mizaki. Yeah. I was gonna play Von Schill. Mm. I actually own quite a lot of these masters. <laughs> yes. Um, because I think I think it's like a karmic thing. The less models you buy, the more models I buy. <laughs> Didn't I buy you Mizaki? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> for Christmas when we got started. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I've actually ever bought a model for Malifo. I well, must have done surely, but
0: You ha you've bought you've bought the the man with his trousers falling down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who we'll come to later. Um so yeah, I own um I own Lucius, uh, Von Schill. I only own two. Do I only own two? Oh that's actually rubbish. Oh, Oh, I'm stunned by my, my lack of thing. Yeah, I actually only own two of those, uh, Von Schill and Lucius. Um, so they were my choices and I despise Lucius with every fibre of my being mm. because he is awful. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I actually list. think that Von Schill is quite good and was glad to see him on the list. But that's not really in the spirit of, uh, no. of, the, of the adventure. So after a little bit of prompting from, from Chris, um, he lent me his Parker. Mm. Uh, to play so I was I fully intended in the six weeks maybe even eight weeks between tournaments to have played a couple practice games Mm -hmm. Uh, life got weird and difficult and strange yeah um which I should be used to I've been described at various points as weird difficult and strange (laughs) Uh, but I I didn't get a chance to play so I turned up on the day playing parker yeah, without having ever played him before,
1: I think that was probably safe for everybody but
0: me. Um, no, I know that uh, Chris, who was playing Tara this time, mm-hmm. and Joe, who was playing Ironsides and the Funky Bullshit Clan, as I have named them, as we will talk about <laughs> later, um, yeah. Ironsides and Tara, they, they played a they played a game. Oh, okay, cool. A practice game because they came round to my flat and played a practice game. <laughs> while you I got to stare at it longingly. A little bit, yeah. yeah. They, they they couldn't play where they were going to. So I, you know, I'm, I'm a great guy basically. Uh, <laughs> they hit me up after the show, people. Um, <laughs> no, they, I know they played. They played a practice game. Yeah. I know Rob, who's played Hoffman, mm-hmm. who played Hoffman. He's played Hoffman before because he's played Hoffman against me before. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, and didn't have an enjoyable time from what I remember. Yeah. Uh, and Colin, who's still alive, we lied. Uh, was playing Seamus.
1: Yeah oh yeah yeah so he has played Seamus before but
0: i don't think he's played Seamus before. you know he but bo- again buy, i think he borrowed he buy, chris. yeah <laughs> chris yeah. seems to have a habit of buying all the terrible models
1: yeah yeah
0: which i think will be our first point then and we can we can talk a little bit about about that list is there are there any models on that list that we think don't belong there or are so bad that you wouldn't even pick them anyway
1: I don't know about so bad. I mean, I know you really dislike Lucius, but I, I... think
0: I dislike Lucius because when I first played Lucius, I'd never lost the game of Malifaux, and I lost <laughs> my first game, and uh, maybe I threw my toys out the pram slightly. Maybe um, I haven't actually played Lucius since he was eroded. Mm. I think it was last year he got new cards. Um, so I have the new cards 'cause I've got the model I thought I'd get the cards, but i just I just haven't picked him back up, yeah, his abilities are a lot easier to get off, and yeah. such like he's become more sensitive
1: hmm. um, I don't really know I, I, saying they don't belong there, I can see the reason why they're all kind of there. I don't think any of them okay. are that bad inherently. I think they're just very difficult to get working well I think a lot of
0: them are fiddly
1: yes like
0: Zoraida can do all sorts of crazy damage with her voodoo dolls but she's got to create the voodoo doll curse a model do the damage yeah um Ironsides is that I think Ironsides is really good and we'll come to Mm. to what we think of you know after the tournament yeah uh, later but is still fiddly in the sense that she runs off of her own condition of adrenaline Yeah, that you have to kind of build up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I get the impression that she's quite sort of high-risk reward. Yes. Because you can generate a lot of adrenaline by getting up really close to loads of enemy models, but do you really want your master getting yeah. jumped on by a bunch of people
1: shouting,
2: Dogpaw! <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the same for models like Tara, who at range is difficult as fuck, but up close is spongy. Yeah. Uh, Tara's
0: Tara Tara felt quite
1: brittle yes. in our games. And Misaki has the same problem as well. She yeah. Described, it described as cruise missile and a lot of things I've been reading on her. Yeah. Send her in, smash something, get destroyed. Yes. Which is difficult to deal with if you're used to playing a game where your master's the thing that survives and does the most Interesting yeah. stuff during the course of the game. So there's this balance between sort of these brittle, spongy models yeah. and ones that have got complex mechanics to play off. Yeah. So I think for newer players, these models are probably best avoided.
0: Mm. Lady Justice is an unusual one. I've, I'm not sure she's you know considered so bad. Yeah, I've. I've I get a lot of these we've, we've not played with or against because we have quite a small scene here. But. I like the look of Lady Justice I'd happily pick up her yeah her pack and give her a go I suppose she's not really particularly stunning in any way Yeah yeah mm. uh, she's sort of quite she's a bit like Lilith with less tricks
1: Right a okay. great
0: sword but not a lot else going for it Yeah um so yeah we we used the we, we picked masters in advance and everyone knew what everyone had picked mm-hmm. We weren't sticking with the same crews like last time. No. Instead, we played 50 Soulstone games, mm-hmm. uh, two tournament times, so two hours and five minutes, I think it was. Yeah, I
1: think we stretched it to 15. Oh, did we
0: give it an extra 10. Yeah. Yeah, just because we're rubbish. But for us, that's good. Yeah. Um, see all previous podcasts where we talk about <laughs> how long Malifaux takes us to play. Yeah. So we were up against the time limit. Yeah. And we used... Game, um, GamerGate 2017, Gaining Grounds 2017. <laughs> Puff, <Poof>. God, <laughs> a rogue Milo has appeared. Um, we yeah, we used uh, Gaining Grounds uh, 2017 uh, schemes and strategies, and we also allowed access to the brand new upgrades, mm. which have been put in place to try to balance these masters a little bit. Yes, so maybe that's maybe we should have played them without I don't know but it's the brand new thing it's only just come out in yeah. Broken Promises
1: so we wanted to try them out and and see I mean if, if they yeah. needed balancing there was clearly issues there yes so yeah
0: yeah um yeah I mean I mean, just looking I've played against a few of the few of these I've played against I mean Misaki yeah I've never seen the appeal and don't think she's very good mm. um, Tara can do some amazing tricks mm-hmm. with
1: burying models
0: burying models and and bombing the nothing beast out of nothing yeah. uh, to beast you, that's why it's called the nothing beast it's <laughs> nothing then it beasts that's a verb <laughs> but possibly better in outcasts because of the, the options and choices that are available to her yeah Von Schill, I like Von Schill. I only played a couple of games with Von Schill. But I think he kind of suffers from the sense that, again, he he doesn't hit particularly hard. He's quite survivable. Yeah, He's he's just not really good at one thing. So you can't build a focus around one yeah. thing. And actually looking at this quite A few of these work on sort of buffing other models or work synergistically with other models. Mm -hmm. So Von Schill makes the minions, the Frycore minions, better Yeah. because they want to impress him so they don't die as quickly Hmm. as we we all do when we're near someone that we like. (laughs) (laughs) I've got something to live for. Jeff's here. (laughs) Uh, So he's a bit like Lucius. Lucius works by giving lots of activations to other models, but their minions and minion activations aren't as good as master activations normally. Mm -hmm. Normally you're better off with a master that does a really good thing and using its AP for that. Yeah. You're getting some of the, the more, the more mediocre activations piled up. Hmm. Um, although I think I could make Lucius work now. Yeah. But in guild, (laughs) not again, might be wise in the Neverborn side, but, um, some of the um, some of the witchling models the new ones work quite well with him yeah. some new yeah. stuff you can do um, Hoffman as well relies on doing all kinds of really weird synergy things to steal the abilities yeah. of other models and steal the, the stat numbers of other models but yeah. then they all have to sit together in a big bubble and get blasted to death
1: yes so not so good Seamus is pretty much the same with a lot of bouncing around of stuff off models
0: yeah I, I didn't get
1: to play Seamus in the end yeah lots of poison bullshit from what I remember
0: yeah I all I really know about Seamus is he has a really good gun but he can only fire
1: it once yeah which is ridiculous yes ridiculously good like the damage it doesn't you only need to fire it once generally
0: yeah it's very very good yeah. and the other thing I know about Seamus is that if you can't see him he can teleport yeah um I did play Seamus. <laughs> <I laughs> did play Seamus! Because uh, you didn't get to teleport. My God, what am I talking about? It's made no impression on you, clearly. It has. I remember the game now. It was <laughs> the one that I did really badly and then still managed to scrape a victory. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. So, what were, your, um, what were your thoughts going in then, Aaron? Picking a Mizaki crew. A, a difficult proposition
1: for you. I thought I'd have the best chance at winning <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: genuinely you were considered tournament favourite because you'd played Mizaki the most. You, you played your master the most. I'd never played Parker. Mm-hmm. Everyone else had a couple games or, yeah. or less. And you'd have you know, you've had quite a few games yeah. with Mizaki. Um you've bought models that work with her specifically mm-hmm. yep. to make her work. Um were there any key models that you think to make Mizaki pop?
1: hmm I'm trying to think. The samurai was a nice choice. Yeah. Didn't get to do as much as I would have liked because it was the first time I'd used a samurai. Yeah. So I messed up a few things. Um, but makes a nice clean up crew. Is the model.
0: samurai the one with the big Gatling gun?
1: Yes. On its shoulder? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's actually much better at melee and can do a lot of bouncing around through things.
0: Yeah, your entire faction seems to. To so do zip to zip, zip bouncing. The waku right here. Waco Raiders. Wakao. Wow. W- 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 however, Waku, Waku,
1: w- yes. Waku. Yeah. Waku Raiders, yeah. Um That I think they were they have been massively useful since I got them. I think any ten funders is they're gonna be useful in though, because they do a lot of scheme markery bullshit and are quick and quite tough and reasonably strong. They're good little models. And yeah. they also don't cost eight. <laughs> Actually, no. I think they, they cost. They still cost high, but they're really, they're good for what they they justify their price. Yeah, I
0: always I always look at you putting out your 2.3 <laughs> models opposite my enormous crew, yeah. and just wonder what exactly you're paying for as a Ten Thunders player. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Fuck what exactly are it? you paying for? <laughs> I don't know. I really <laughs> don't know.
1: No, with them, I never it. They're survivable. You don't want to get them, like, on their own in the middle of combat, but they can survive yeah. pot shots and things like that, and they can run off and do all the ski market bullshit you need to. Yes. Uh, Ten Thunders Brothers have been massively useful as well. Yes.
0: Um, I love those Brothers models, because there's two that are almost identical, and then, then one that's obviously been adopted, and is <laughs> isn't related to the other two, no matter how much they call him brother. Yeah. Because you've got, like, the two kind of live... Yeah. ...like... Answering ones and then the guy with the hammer. The like, <laughs> porch. Yeah, that's chunky as hell.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yes, they're they crime syndicate brothers rather than yeah actual yeah. brothers, but it just makes me laugh. But... Yeah, it's, so, uh, that way. Oh, we better put three in this box. oh well, the guy who sculpted the first two died in a fire. <laughs> okay, um, Jeff, you got any go- oh, I made a fat guy. <laughs> oh, we'll just have him. It's fine. Oh yes, the uh, the black sheep of the family there's definitely a 10 thunders pun mm. based around the black sheep there but I can't find it but you know yeah. insert your own and have a laugh at home yeah. or in the pub on the street in your car wherever you're listening to this podcast <laughs> at a social gathering that's making you awkward because
1: <laughs> you're getting confused over which conversation you're listening to us or the people around you Yeah, us always us we're much better
0: <laughs> yeah Um, So, were you of the mind... Because I know Joe came into this where he picked a crew, Mm -hmm. 50 souls, and just used it for everything.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Mostly because, again, I don't have the model pool selection as much as anybody else. And I tend to build things universally because I didn't necessarily understand all the new masks... Because they were new to me. Yeah. What other people would take? And I went, cool, what can... Pretty much cope with anything. Yeah,
0: I think it's interesting to play against a lot of masters that you haven't played against before. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, you, they 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 do things that you don't expect. Yeah, um, and that can be mitigated with a bit of research. But yeah, yeah. We're we're more fast and loose on the preparation here at Critical Twits HQ. Yes, <laughs> asterisks, space space asterix, not a real place. <laughs> Yeah, I I took the opposite approach. So I custom built my crew each time for each scheme pool. And I started with my first game just trying out all pretty much all of his thematic models. Mm -hmm. So playing my first game against Tara, I took Parker, I took his totem, the Doctor, I took Mad Dog Mad Dog is so good. I might, I might spend five to seven minutes talking all about Mad Dog in a, <laughs> in, in, in a bit. Alongside those, I took Bandidos and A Dead Outlaw. And a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Well, were there anything else? I think that used up my... No, no, I took, I took Lazarus. So I decided Parker has a very shooting-heavy crew. So mm-hmm. in order to balance it out, I'd bring a really shooting-heavy model.
1: Obviously, pick, yeah.
0: Go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was quite that was quite an interesting game. Hmm. Um, but I felt I really felt handicapped by the fact that I was still struggling to get my head around the Master in that first game. Yeah. Didn't really know all that I was doing. I had listened to... There's a really good podcast uh, from Schemes and Stones... That goes through. It just come out like three days before the <laughs> uh, before the tournament. About and they they do master reviews in far greater detail than we could ever do. Yeah, uh, and they're they're really really useful. So go go listen to them. But later, not now. <laughs> stay stay sit, boo boo sit. Oh, that's the end, isn't it? You yeah. say sit, boo boo sit. Everyone's just had a reflex action and turned over to a different channel. Yes. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, th- there's some quite funky stuff with parker so for those who don't know parker's shtick is a pointy one and he pokes it in your eye
3: yeah
0: uh, no his uh, his thing is that he attaches and unattaches upgrades so he's a bit like lucas mccabe in that sense he does a lot of throwing stuff around but parker parker does it differently he like he does the bandit thing of holding you up and making you drop the schemes and then he picks them up and turns them into loot. Mm-hmm. He discards them and then reattaches them later. So there's kind of a risk-reward thing in um, in how you do it. So I always took an upgrade of his called. Uh, so I take Stick Up, an upgrade that lets him take a free walk if he discards it. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever he discards an upgrade... His limited supplies ability lets him add a soul stone to his soul stone pool. Mm-hmm. He can then generate a scheme marker off an enemy using various tricksy means. And then he can discard that to do stuff using other tricksy means. And then because he has the black market upgrade, he gains another soul stone. So actually, Parker works really well in having lots of soul stones. He's got 14 wounds, he can reduce a lot of damage yeah. by using soul stones and he can also he, i realise later he benefits from having a lot of other models in his crew that can use soul stones if you take a couple of henchmen rather than they, say the one you'd normally take yeah. you're just, you know you're getting more soul stones and you can kind of throw them out to others to cheat for cards for suits or take damage or i mean i i was en- i ended up pretty much every turn knowing i was going to get more soul stones mm-hmm. um getting an extra two cards for my control hand yeah which was good because control hand stuff is good. Yes, I love stuff that manipulates uh, control hands. It's it's, it's apparently the
1: tournament it. standard. It's the move everybody makes for at least the first two turns.
0: Yeah, which I don't I don't get because I always think you're not really you're very rarely going to be flipping cards in the first turn, so you may as well just discard the rubbish ones, keep the good ones, and you've had two turns of draw. I suppose two turns of draw with two extra cards each time. Yeah. You've got some really, really good stuff and have yeah. one really glorious turn three and then run out of cards. <laughs> I do tend to run out of cards quite regularly. Yeah. I don't maybe I'm using them too much. Possibly. So yeah, that's that's Parker's thing. Now my first game against Tara did not go particularly well, and I got quite frustrated because <laughs> Tara does a lot of shenanigans, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really up to shenanigans first thing in the morning yeah. <laughs> against a time limit with a master I'd never played. But I took it gracefully, didn't I, Aaron? I acted with decorum, wisdom, and a kind of certain,
1: almost spectral grace.
0: Yeah, you didn't
1: throw the cards at anybody.
0: No, I didn't. I threw them at the floor. <laughs> I threw. The, I flew my through. Can't even speak. I'm getting so angry just thinking about it. I really <laughs> threw my black joker across the room several times because I kept seeing it all the time. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I, I went full
1: tilt. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, f- I think all of us felt like that at some point during the uh, during every tournament we're going to ever play. I think. It's yeah. Be a yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I didn't get frustrated in my first game. I found it more funny.
0: Well, who who, and what were you playing?
1: I was playing against Colin. Okay, so against Seamus. Yes. Yeah. Um, and now one of the new upgrades I took for Misaki. Yes. Uh, which I'll just remind myself. It's Risk or Reward, I think is the name. Yeah. Um, which allows me at the start of a turn before declaring for drawing new extra cards. Yeah to get rid of, uh, put any soulstones to one side, so I can't use them for that turn, and gain the uh, risk condition plus one for each soulstone to get rid of. At the end of the turn, or heal that many HP. That sounds really good. Yeah, and then I can take them back and put them back in my soulstone.
0: Do you portal. count as having zero soulstones for her other abilities that work on her having no soulstones? Yes.
1: Ooh. So risk wall could be really useful. Now, obviously, that sounds one healing like at the end good. of the turn, instead of discarding it to negate damage... Yeah, it's not as efficient inherently. Yeah, but you don't take
0: seven soul stones and just keep discarding all seven.
1: <laughs> I only took three. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it it meant that rather than using soul stone to get an extra suit to get her assassinate off with because she needs an extra crow, you, just make sure I've got no soul stones. I get a crow built in, and as long as I cheat a crow in or get a crow when I draw, hmm. assassinate gets can get put out a lot. Yeah, and that worked, and you assassinated Seamus right? Technically, yes. Okay. So I assassinated Seamus yeah. in turn two. Oh,
0: that sounds like a great game. Hey, yeah,
1: I went in and went smash. I went, ah, oh, it's worked. It's worked. I kept it. I threw away a card, a uh, soul stone to draw two cards. Yeah. Um, which made sure I got the crow ready for it. Smashed him in the face and then he threw a hat away.
0: Yeah, so Sheamus has a lucky hat.
1: Yeah. That lets him negate stuff like that.
0: let him ignore one attack.
1: Yep. Basically. Which, it's not... Going to happen all that often to get yeah. enough. Now, <laughs> and then he threw his hat to his to his peon. Yes,
0: yeah, to his to his totem. His totem is a little version of him. Yeah, that can pick his hat up. Yeah, and then his totem can yeah or, yeah
1: yeah. Especially flung yeah, a hat around the, around the thing, which the next turn he's got an ability that does something very similar. Yeah, that can assassinate.
0: Yes. And you hadn't packed your magic hat?
1: No, no, I had right. no magic hat or any soul stones. There's or no,
0: there's no hats in wherever the hell it is the 10th tenthlanders are from.
1: No, 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 no I didn't to do so that. Let's getting in the way. Got you on the way. Quite strangely
0: a lot. racist lander. So, so, so combined orientalism
1: <laughs> yeah. So so I burnt through all my cards doing that amazing assassinate and was really happy. And then Colin turned it around and did the same thing back to me. And had no way of negating it like he did. And it went boom in my face. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. It's called Mad Haberdash Across Two Soulstones. Yeah. After this muscle model suffers damage, this model may reduce the damage to zero. Can I make a point here? Mm-hmm. Doesn't Doesn't assassinate just kill him outright?
1: We had this debate with Joe and Chris. So...
0: I remember this because I was playing in the middle table, and you lot were discussing something through my uh, through as I was trying to play my game. And so I, I blocked you out in my rage. <laughs> uh, let's look at Mizaki's assassinate. Yeah. Oh, this says, is top. Well, this is cutting edge podcast. It says after. It? No, I'm, I'm the in thing. the fucking Gremlins bit. This, this was doing? the
1: thing. It said after damaging.
0: Ah, so yeah, so you didn't damage.
1: I did do any damage, so I couldn't yeah. assassinate. So you have to do damage in order to assassinate. Right, that was, that right. was the rule. They. they I was
0: really came hoping to. I could ruin your knife by saying you should have won.
1: I don't think that would have won me anyway. Yeah. But it would have been hilarious. It was yeah. always the models did stuff.
0: We were whole guarding stashes in that yeah. game. Yeah. Which is why I took quite a lot of
1: minions. Yes, which is why um, I took things that
0: kept... And, and some stuff to drop things near the middle. But I just got completely tied up by the nothing beast in my game.
3: Mm.
0: It's on a huge base. It's got a three-inch reach. And it had some shenanigans where if I poked it, it poked me in the eye much harder yeah. in return.
1: You know, you get rid of, get over that have a model that slashes it and then runs away straight away lovely
0: <laughs> we'll come to that then Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I, I didn't even fire a single grenade from my Lazarus Oh. Um, although I did have great fun and this is where I might soliloquise about the joys of uh, Mad Dog uh, for quite a while um, poking it in the eye with cigars <laughs> yeah. because it doesn't actually do any damage to him so his trigger doesn't go off yeah <laughs> um, so so Mad Dog's one of my favourite co- um, models now just to talk a little bit about Mad Dog because he's well good <laughs> I, I know he has a, a much maligned reputation but I don't seem to think he's good because um, he does cost 9 soul stones mm-hmm. uh, but he costs 10 because you always give him his upgrade which is Lucky Poncho makes him hard to kill it yes. also has another thing that he probably won't use because you keep healing him. Yeah. With the doctor. The doctor was really good as well. Three three soul stones for the doctor to to heal stuff. Three soulstones. Tactical action. Needs to flip a six. Once one, two, three damage. If you flip a crow, hard to wound plus one on the target model. Fucking hell. He's got a gun, never used it. Oh he did see. use it. Yeah? Yeah, but if Parker sees him use it, Parker kills him in a single shot that automatically kills him fuck <laughs> magic um but yeah Mad Dog was I wasn't that impressed with the Bandidos and the Dead Outlaws hmm. I have to admit so but Mad Dog I really really like he he, he did all sorts in my game in my games um it's the he's got eight wounds, which for a ten point model isn't particularly a lot. But you give him hard to hard to kill, that mm-hmm. helps. If you give him hard to, to wound as well from the doctor, he's yeah. even better. Um, but you want him to be on four wounds or less because he gains plus to attack and damage flips, and he has a shotgun, <laughs> three, four blast, five blast damage. Nice, uh, which can also push models back mm-hmm. um, if you like. And he has he attacks with burning cigars he puts his cigar out on you um, and gives you burning so I assume he spits some whiskey on you first maybe possibly and he can either do some extra damage and push you away and make you go ah my eye my eye (laughs) in that voice it's the voice of the nothing (laughs) beast. or my favourite thing that he can do is say hello to my little friend he gets to shoot you with his shotgun yeah so he puts his cigar out on you and then Um, shoots you
2: yeah
0: uh, which I just love. It's it's lovely. Yeah. So lovely. Um, he can rapid fire with his shotgun. Jesus. How ridiculous is that? Uh, and so I kept giving him Oath Keeper, which makes him fast for a turn if you <laughs> discard it. So he would run forwards um, and then rapid fire with his shotgun, which was the best thing ever. Um, and I was doing that with Lazarus as well, because Lazarus has rapid fire. Yeah. When I find something, I tend to tend to really commit to it. (laughs) So, uh, you know, ladies, (laughs) I just did a pointy thing. Uh, The other thing I really like about Mad Dog, and I can't think of any other models. Please correct me out there if I'm wrong. I can't think of any other models that do this. He has the blow it to hell ability. Now, he needs a four of rams. But you've got so many soul stones in a Parker crew. You can cheat that in if you like. Yeah. uh, If you really need to. But within eight inches he can place a 30 millimeter height zero blown apart marker you can only have one down at a time if you put a new one down the other one goes away yeah the old one Um, models within three inches of a blown apart marker may not benefit from cover when targeted by shoot actions. (laughs) yeah that's nice it's really really good yeah um, and makes in a shooting crew and with a guy that can rapid fire a shotgun yeah. makes him really 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 good uh, so he was my model of the tournament <laughs> um, <coughs> and I really really enjoyed him yeah. and I may come back to him I may reminisce some more yeah. um, I don't know how effective he'd be outside of Parker I'm trying to think of other shooty outcasts Von Schill Von Schill's shooty yeah, but possibly. you really kind of often you, you quite want the five, five corps yeah you want your your armour and yeah your immunity to blasts
1: because that's always they, good they just don't give a shit and go for it yeah
0: yeah I don't know for uniformity's sake it kind
1: of yeah it just it kind of kind of works with, yeah
0: uh, but I, I I really liked Mad Dog and I don't I don't I don't know why the internet's so down on it shame on you internet <laughs> See so yeah, that was the first game, oh. uh, so I lost and you lost as well. Yes, great start. Yeah. High five, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That was the like the tamest. <laughs> it's
1: my gammy wrist. Yeah, that's a good point. Bless
0: you. <laughs> he never was the same. Um. So that was that's the first game. Second game, then mm. I played Joe and his arcanists mm. Can't remember what we were doing. <laughs> Who would you play in your second
1: game? I played Chris with Tara.
0: And what were you doing? Because <laughs> I was doing the same. Because we had the same strategies and schemes across.
1: Yes. For everyone at the same time. Makes sense. It was the Killy schemes of Killy Death.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Reckoning.
1: Reckoning, yeah. Um, and the one where you nominate one of your models to get killed by the opponent. Frame for murder? Frame for murder, probably, yeah. Yeah, Frame for murder. Um,
0: Which I... This is one of the things I, I like about Malifaux, but really threw me getting started. You don't, in, I can't think of any other war game. I've played a lot of tabletop war games mm-hmm. in the time. And I can't think of any other tabletop war game where you want models to die.
1: With the exception of certain teams, thinking like the Orcs for 40k... Like, occasionally, you'd want to murder a couple of... Go- well, in the, in the Imperials, you'd occasionally want to murder one of these lesser models to get the others motivated.
0: Oh, yeah, you would be able like, to execute things
1: yeah. and stuff with commissars. But generally, that wouldn't ago. get you any points. It was just mm. a small advantage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I've lost count now a number of times. I think I've talked about this in a previous podcast, where I just fall for frame for murder every time. Yeah. Every time. I'm such an idiot when it comes to that scheme. Yeah. So I just... I don't know whether it's just not playing enough Malifaux or, like, you just want any, of all things. of those objectives, no matter what they are. Well, not all, nearly all those objectives
1: mm-hmm.
0: are easier to achieve if the other side doesn't can't kill your stuff
1: yeah. and has less goes than you. Yeah.
0: So it's just a natural instinct yes. to kill a model.
1: Yeah. Um, it was also marked as well, which is the way I won that game. Oh, brilliant. Really? So. Spoiler alert mate Spoiler alert yeah. So
0: I struggled a lot with, with Tara Yeah. I ended up with loads of models that were that were slow um, One of the problems with Parker Is that he doesn't really have anything That deals with incorporeal models
1: Yeah um,
0: And I really should have thought ahead I did take a librarian mm. uh, For healing And to deal with incorporeal stuff With yeah. her cast actions And she got eaten in the first turn By the <laughs> nothing beast <laughs> See, First turn might have been at the beginning of the second turn. She did nothing. No. Yeah, and I think that was a very deliberate move by Chris, and well done to him because yeah. she was that. That was probably the threat.
1: I, I mean, I didn't have any models that could do any caster actions apart from uh, I think one of Misaki's push away things, which doesn't really do does damage. damage it.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't matter.
1: It uh, still defeats the nothing beast, but it was also the thing that had been marked from those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he got points for me murdering it. Okay. He only nearly killed one of my models with that. Yeah. But I knew it was a threat. It was scary, so I went in and smashed it to pieces as soon as I saw I it. I think if you've and that's got the... what my crew is set up to do. Yeah. He- Headed and just spend everything, just smashing into a single model. Yeah. F- fortunately, Tara was exposed with the first turn, which allowed Misaki to. Um, did you actually assassinate? Yes. <gasps> Aaron! Is that your well, first
0: Misaki assassinate?
1: I can't remember nah. whether I actually assassinate. Um, no, yeah, I think so. I think it was assassinate. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you assassinated
1: before? No. Nope. Ah, oh, you've... It's never, po- never, never worked out. I was going to say you've popped your
0: cherry, but you've popped your lotus blossom.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds quite good. Is
0: it <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. To- Sexy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the crew feels tainted so,
0: now um, so you had a very sexy game with Chris yeah um, popping um, each other's flowers
1: <laughs> but I've got that uh, Misaki's got that um, other upgrade that allows her to mark a target essentially and yeah. follow them around the board this is a bit clingy which with Tara activating twice in turn, oh that's really got that, yeah, yeah activate the first turn moves then Misaki comes towards then she had to face again at the end of the turn and then Misaki comes even closer. Okay,
0: so did you have to make sure that you got initiative to mark her or does it carry on for the rest it of the off game? carries on for
1: the whole game until you declare it on somebody else. Once you've that's quite it, that's brutal, it. yeah.
0: Because one of Tara's things, for, again for the, the uneducated, that sounds really mean, uh, the uninitiated, <laughs> yeah. there you go, um, that's much nicer, um, is that she manipulates time and space. Yeah. And so if she activates first, she gains, reactivates, she gets mm. to go twice, yes, which sounds really scary, but actually she's quite what she does is quite weak, yeah, she has lots of synergy and she does she does some cool stuff and messes around. she's very much a kind of mess with your opponent kind of master, yeah, I remember one turn against me she reactivated and just sort of fired a pistol at me and I was like, it's a master attacking me, I'm going to take no damage because it was poo. Yeah, yeah. She's not, Do she I not actually have any kind
1: of punch to her. No. The nothing beast is the punch. It was being defended and I don't know if it's because Chris kind of wanted it killed at some point Yeah. or I just happened because I bundled on it <clears throat> and Tara's <to throat> nearby trying to use it to do horrible things yeah. to stuff, and again I I think it was turn three by the time I got the assassinate yeah. off. I, yeah. It was very early and quicker. The game when I Ran in, got to Tara very, very quickly, and then smashed her into the ground.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: that's what Masaki does, and Tara is very weak to that. Yeah, yeah. I think the only reason I won that was because the scheme pool was set up for being super smashy assassinate-y. Yeah. Whereas mucking well, around...
0: This is the thing where, if you're playing... If you're playing proper tournament, Malafo Mm-hmm. You're declaring a faction and picking the master to achieve that scheme pool. Yeah. With us sticking with masters, there there are bits, there are different scheme pools, there are different strategies, there, there are things that, that suit certain masters more. Yes. But I think if you've got the whole choice of the entire faction, these edge case masters maybe don't get played very often, mm. or there's someone who can still do that bit better but when we're kind of all playing the worst masters it kind of balances out a little bit I think
1: yeah as a general rule yeah Um, yeah, so each of us will have a particular scheme pool that just does not work for us at all yeah
0: so the tale of of Ironsides then the Ironsides crew um, Joe's Arcanist won its first game I do believe Mm -hmm. against Rob's Hoffman oh Rob yes Yes. Yeah. By process of elimination. Yes. I played Chris, you oh, played play Colin. Chris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, f- cool. I
1: completely forgotten who would played for a start, even Log- though benched it not five minutes ago. Logical thinking. for you know I've that. got a
0: mind full of Venn Ven diagrams at the moment. <laughs> and then. Um <laughs> no, I didn't play Von, Von Schill. I've been really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, <laughs> we've mentioned on the podcast before, and Joe's been on with us. You know, he's one of us. He's just elsewhere in a cupboard somewhere yeah drinking virgins tears what well, I don't <laughs> um, he um, that's
1: what you do in destiny 2 isn't it
0: he is very much the the alpha player of our group if you like he's the one that would be the most likely to go and play in tournaments with random people what he doesn't know mm-hmm. he really enjoys that side of games yeah he's the one who all the, the stuff we play he, he's the most sort of competitive yeah and we've had a we've had a, a problem with Arcanists, Maybe as a result of that, in that I find them really difficult to play against, mm-hmm. and all their stuff feels like it's about two soul stones too cheap for what it does. Yes. And yeah. before the game, we'd had a, a quite quite involved discussion about Oxford mages, <laughs> who I think are one of the best i was going to say minions but they're not they're enforcers they're oh, okay. one of the best models in the game mm. for their soul stone cost they used to cost six soul stones that they've had a series of upgrades <laughs> that allows them to be taken for five mm-hmm. there that's a free upgrade as long as you take all three they become 15 points uh, yeah. 15 soul stones rather than 18 soul stones they have really good offensive. Capabilities, mm-hmm. they're really flexible because they can do you a load of damage, they can push you around, they can they defend themselves. Yeah. So they have arcane shield, minus one point of damage to a minimum of zero. So yeah. if you're trying to do a little bit of damage to them, they just kind of ignore it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: With ironsides, if they've taken a point of damage, if they're taking any damage at all. They get positive to attack and damage clips. Bullshit. Oh, because they are MNSU models. As is she. And that's sort of her synergy. I mean, they're in her crew box. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you completely,
1: completely yeah, understand up, yeah.
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Ironsides. Let me just check that.
1: That yeah. especially makes me wonder why you the can't
0: They have to be within six inches of her
1: yeah
0: so uh, but it's not it's just a permanent aura it's not like a burst or a something she has to flip a card for in any way no and so Joe was Joe was quite happy he was chuffed with this thing where he would he would fire at one of his own he'd use an Oxford Mage to fire at an Oxford Mage Mm -hmm. it does two points of damage so they take one yeah and you kind of yield and take minor damage yeah it then gets pushed forwards by up sort of up to up to six inches, you can do, but sort of generally he was pushing them. They have a built-in tone, mm-hmm. which gives them two inches of push on a trigger. They're then near another one, so yeah. it gets another bit of push. Yeah. So he's pushing them. So they were coming towards people really, really quickly, and they were laying down this this hail of ridiculously good fire. Do um, they rapid fire? They're yeah. furious cast, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they they just they just. It they just upset me. Yeah,
1: they're disgusting. Um,
0: and he thought they were they were kind of fine and balanced, and I I disagreed. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the um, whole rest of the group thinks they're broken as fuck. Yeah.
0: So I wasn't looking forward uh, to playing against Joe. Now the one thing I have that I always take when I play Arcanist, mm-hmm. um which is Joe. Although I took I did take against Chris when he played. Um, C- C- no, Colette. A, oh, few, okay. a few weeks ago, is it Colette? Yeah, showgirl lady. So he hates Sue. Okay. Uh,
1: the uh,
0: the the outcast enforcer who is styled on Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Boy called Sue. Sickled right, Sue. All of the abilities and triggers and such like are named after Johnny Cash songs, and it's a man with a gun. Yeah. And a guitar.
1: Yeah. Oh, I now, remember I'm whinging about this now. <laughs> at this
0: point, if you pause this and go and listen to our Fallout 4 review, <laughs> at the end of that is a song a johnny cash song that we restart for fallout where you can learn just how badly the critical Twits can <laughs> sing in fact aaron could you put it at the end of this episode could you find it? if we got it that'd be really cool so we'll put that at the end <laughs> um if anyone would like to hear that right we're going to do it but <laughs> yeah. we'll put it at the end um so no i quite like johnny cash he's all right yeah
3: yeah
0: so he has a protective bubble that protects nearby models from casting actions mm-hmm. and so I would sit him just behind my crew and mess him up yeah so I took Sue and I moved my my models forward but Sue's got another ability where if you end an activation near him he can set you on fire there's a ring of fire <laughs> so I used some of Parker's abilities to get him to sort of move forwards Um, and I did some stuff and I kind of flung him forward and Joe hates Sue and murdered him ground him to a pulp um, with his Oxford Mm mages that's giving me three victory points (laughs) because Sue was a sacrifice now this was the first time I've ever got that scheme off against anyone ever Yeah, Um, I've taken it before I don't like having my stuff killed. No, but I think because Joe's such a good player, I was expecting Sue to die anyway, yeah. even if I tried to protect him. So I was like, well, "Sue's going to die anyway." <laughs> I may as
1: well make something off it.
0: Yeah, and then I got slightly carried away and th- threw him forward and thought that I'd maybe overplayed my hand. <laughs> but Joe's sort of deep built-in hatred of Sue meant that I got my got my three victory points. Nice, um, and I was well happy. And if if i'd then lost that game i'd have been chuffed because as far as i was concerned you know our our top player i'd i tricked yeah but i think that threw joe off his game <laughs> and gave me this kind of strange burst of confidence i did my um discarding oath keeper running forward with lazarus and i'd gone down so these these oxford mages that i was convinced were indestructible models yeah In a single flurry of rapid fire, I gunned them down with a grenade launcher using all the blasts because two of them were right next to each other.
1: Yeah.
0: And suddenly it was my game. Yeah. And suddenly I was having a good day again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I did did mix my crew around for Mm. this. And, you know, Joe was taking the same stuff pretty much the whole time. You were taking the same stuff pretty much the whole time. Um, And I think that... The fact that I was willing to change, and maybe just because I've got the collection to change about, mm-hmm. gave me an advantage, and I felt I was—I I ended up leaning on models I already knew and used and knew were good. Yeah, maybe to make up for the master. Possibly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I employed another another minion for the uh, the whole the whole rest of the tournament. Yeah, because it was reckoning, I went with a small elite crew that could. Sort of tidy up after itself and mm-hmm. the, the in the sense that the librarian could heal the doctor can heal yeah. stuff's got there was, there was hard to wound and similar in there yeah Lazarus is well armoured I took Envy the Crossroads 7 guy for the Arcanist yeah who I like the fact that he's Envy because the Arcanists are like a uprising of the poor uh, yeah. yeah 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 I think that the sin you could twist the sins to fit yeah like wrath, um, never born. Mm-hmm. This is ours. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. Um, I might do a whole episode on the Crossroads Seven at some point because yeah. I think they're really interesting, and I will. Cl- it gives me an excuse to play them lots. It me ages to stick them together. <laughs> <sighs> so I took I took Envy again for blast markers and scheme shenanigans. There's a there's a a really weird. Um, Synergy with Parker because he makes you drop ski markers yeah. and the blasts go off if there's ski markers nearby and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, didn't fire a single shot with his giant guns. Yeah. Uh, all, all he did all game was walk over to Ironsides and Joss and mark them for death and then giggle as they got Ned. <laughs> um, and I ended up dogpiling Ironsides. Yeah. And everything was good. Nice. Yeah. You talked about your game, didn't you? I have yeah. been talking about mine for so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point, I'd won one and mm-hmm. lost one. You'd won one won and lost, lost one. one. Joe had won one and lost one. Yeah. And other people had other results. <laughs> yes. I think there was a draw. Yeah. And then, yeah, Chris had beaten me and lost to you. So had won one and mm. lost one as well. Um, so it was shaping up to be fairly even Hmm. now we had aimed for four games but we only had time for three because of an extended lunch break and four hours for me searching for my black joker (laughs) (laughs) and so the last game was myself against Collins sheamus so parker versus sheamus Mm -hmm. and you played rob you played hoffman yes which means we've all between us we've managed to play against everyone so yeah, you can talk about the different different masters. How did you find Hoffman to play against? I don't remember Hoffman
1: doing anything.
0: No, that is my entire summary of Hoffman. Is he shares all the the numbers around, and not a lot else. No,
1: the his, the other like, Rob picks a lot of. Good supporting models, yeah. So we yeah. could do a lot of that sharing around of stuff. Lots stats. of
0: robotic things that yeah. push you around and shoot you, and yeah.
1: And he, he had a very solid crew. That so, was,
0: were they so solid? They were so They're, solid. They were a so solid crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, Insert two and a half seconds of music that we're allowed to use legally because of fair use. I remember. <laughs> so so it was all to play ground. for in the last game. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good noise. Uh, I fucked
1: up. Yeah? I was tired. I, okay. I Rob didn't think he did very well. I, I disagree. I think he did he probably could have done better mm. but I think he did perfectly he did really well yeah. with the schemes. Stuff. See
0: I found as as the games went on I got more and more confident mm. with the new master yeah. and, and using them. Whereas you seem to have gone the other way. <laughs> slightly in the sense that you messed up at the end
1: yeah I think I messed up because I was tired yeah. more than anything else um, I declared the the, the assassination mark on, on the wrong model Yeah, I sent Misaki off in the wrong direction I stupidly well actually no, not stupidly I got screwed over by the Black Joker yeah. This is where the game, I, I got a bit frustrated, actually. Um, a imi-
0: Joker flips at just the wrong time can be God. really upsetting.
1: Well, this is the thing. I tend to find the Black Joker pops up at the most inopportune and po- ridiculous moment. Yeah. Now, the Samurai can fire his Gatling Gun. Yep. If he misses, it does him free damage without any armour reduction. It just does free damage. Yeah. And he's only got...
0: Six wounds, isn't it? So can he take that twice?
1: Uh, seven, I think he's got wounds. So okay. he can take... Take it twice and then it kills him. He's got seven or eight wounds. He's fairly fairly strong, but it's not something you want to yeah, be fucking around yeah. with. Um, I because Robert's models are grouped up and it can chain together. Yeah, and I had some really good cards in my hand. Um, now you have to.
0: So just just to, just to jump back, it has the samurai has six wounds. Oh, it's and six. It takes four damage. <laughs>
1: right yeah I see yeah
0: it does get a triple positive flip yes which sounds
1: great but if you which yeah but well, this is the thing <laughs> with the samurai you go okay have I seen the black joker yet no I'll Should activate I him it.
0: later <laughs>
1: yes wait until I see the black joker it's in my hand or it's gone
0: yeah
1: Rob's models were bunched up really nicely and were in a really weak position I hadn't seen the black joker but I hadn't seen the red joker either and my deck was nearly full it was really early on and I went the chances of me pulling Black Joker on this one shot uh, one shot is low. I have a card in my hand that I can cheat in that almost guaranteed I'm not going to miss. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, well, I have got. I had enough cards in to cheat in, do it again and cheat it again. Yeah, and, and yeah. Highly unlikely to miss. Yeah. First flip was a Black Joker.
0: Yay! I was like... Followed by two 13s and a 12, just to really rub it in.
1: Pretty much. I don't think it was quite that high, but they would have hit. Did you feel well basted? Yeah well rubbed in yeah <laughs> yeah. and I just went cool well, that completely fucked that up and ruined yeah. that model when he was a sport model from Misaki that yeah. was going to get her out of trouble there are
0: the upgrades for them that let them negate those things to a certain extent for Ye- one of them
1: yes um, I took we see the Samurai's got three up, up, f- upgrades that are free that yeah. you can take one off depending on what you want to do um, the one I took for the game against Rob and Chris gives plus two walk plus one charge okay or possibly way around but makes sort of so you'll get more out. mobile yeah. yeah which is because he's only got a walk four he needs a more powerful walk yeah yeah. Um, the other one gives him extra wounds which is quite handy which
0: negates some of that some of that thing yeah. the other
1: one allows him to take no damage during his activation yeah now I took that against Colin because I was like he's he You're f-
0: you're taking an upgrade on the off chance of a single card
1: yes so yeah, which is why it's not no point doing that yeah. because he's not got black blood or anything yeah. like that. So I'm not going to worry about doing going close and taking damage. Yeah. So I'll take the thing that's and walk in walking and just, do smash.
0: Just a little, just a little anecdote from our game, gaming group as an aside. Mm. How many Samurai does her, are there in our gaming group? This is a model that I've never heard anyone ever talk about anywhere else um, because it kills itself horribly, mm-hmm. and they come in boxes of three. <laughs> yeah i think so yeah yeah we've got about seven of them yeah because uh rob bought some and got a miss pack yeah asked for and so got two of the same one asked for a new one got one he'd already got asked for a new one got one he'd already got yeah. and, and we ended up with like a million samurai so yeah. i think we've all got like a like 15 of them in the a yeah. box
1: yeah. each and a four so, yeah. that's weird <laughs> Well, they've never been seen. We're playing with bad models. I thought it would be worthwhile taking. Yeah, but actually, yeah. the Samurai's one of the models that's recommended to take with Misaki because of the mop-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you don't fire the gun unless you yeah. put got the a or it's a really... You could pretty much so did that it
0: upset me. you? Did that tilt your game, that one kind uh, of thing? Or? Yeah, I
1: think so. That really, really frustrated me because if I'd yeah. missed just on flipping those three cards and weren't able to cheat you and whatever, that'd be fine. That'd be yeah. my mistake. But the Black Joker just felt like kicking teeth. Yeah. I was like... It's cool. one of
0: the, the odd times where you actually... You're better off targeting a model that gives you some kind of negative.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because... Especially if you've got that card to cheat in hand. Yeah. You maybe just want to be flipping three cards, not four. Yes. Or two cards, not three. So picking a model that's in cover. Yeah. But then you always want to shoot the thing that's the thing you need to shoot, don't you? So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a bit it's a bit tricky. It's a bit frustrating
1: but a combination of that and being timed, just placing my models really terribly and, and Rob putting them in the right place, bunching together in the right way, spreading things around yeah. well, meant that he for the first few turns absolutely smashed me on points and I thought yeah. I was going to end the game with nothing. I managed to scrape some back towards the end but only because the game was we were getting rushed towards the end because of the timed
3: Yeah.
1: Rob made a couple of mistakes that allowed me to capitalise on it just enough to boost my Pull up a bit, but not but actually not to he. wimp. No, I was no. never a wimp. No. I, I kind of wonder if he didn't let me have the points a little bit. <laughs> Cheers, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. I don't remember his master. Do, I don't remember doing anything. No, Hoffman, Hoffman never seems to do anything. He's one of those
0: masters that he's a support master. Yeah. Um. But I, I just I'm not. I'm trying to think of good support masters. Collects a good support master, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, there are there are some out there, um, but
1: it's not as fun, I don't think.
0: I like having I don't know whether it's because I was raised on a diet of 40k and He Man, but I like <laughs> I like I like a big powerful character that can do an awesome thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Parker Barrows. Mm. So I was playing against colin's sheamus crew yeah now colin does this thing every time he plays rezzes yeah um and he's got this is his third master, so he does this in lots of different crews yeah he takes a canine remains in the f- and in the first turn digs up a corpse marker and then summons a thing yeah and sheamus has some summoning mm-hmm. i looked across the table because of the setup um we were playing corner to corner yeah um, so he had all of his models bunched up together in a wood. Yeah. And he had a canine remains. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking summon something. You know I hate it when you summon things. Makes me sad. Makes me <laughs> sad because you've got extra soul stones immediately when you do it in the first turn. Yeah. You've got free shit, stop it, I don't like it. Yeah. Um So I I I took the lovely Taylor. Now Taylor I think again is one of these more slightly maligned models i don't really hear much about her um she's quite expensive um soulstone wise but she has a beautiful ability or combination of abilities really she has the welcome to malafa ability so it's a zero she just kind of fires it Mm -hmm. and if a model is summoned that she can charge she immediately gets to charge them for free She can also, when she charges, because she's got a barnic arm, Mm -hmm. she can take her two melee action instead of two one melee actions. And she can do like... She has a a relic hammer that does a huge burst when she smashes something and sort of pushes models back and does damage to models and they need to flip loads of cards if there's lots of models around. So my entire game plan hinged on running Taylor forward and pinning his entire crew in a corner with <laughs> Taylor, who, boosted by loads of damage-reducing soulstones from Seamus, yeah. um, would survive long enough to stop Colin claiming... We were trying to claim objectives in the centre. Yeah. Um, that was kind of... The, the scheme Paul was very focused on getting into the middle of the board yes. with the opponent's side of the board. So, it's like, so I can pin him back for a couple of turns. reses are normally quite slow. Yeah, Maybe Seamus could run away and do some teleporting, but apart from that gonna <laughs> be good which was fine and in the first turn I I was keeping her forward I ran forward and, and got, got her in position and it worked and she came in she smashed and I think I did like spread out over his crew because everything was so close it's like 18 points of damage in a single hit <laughs> Jesus it didn't kill anything no Um, and she did her job what I forgot was that Seamus has lots of lures <laughs> in amongst his dead doxies and various other models. Yeah. And so I'd moved Parker into support, got Colin to drop a, a scheme marker down, picked up an upgrade that's a crate of dynamite, Yeah. which you can make explode and has a big, a huge area of effect. Yay. Did loads of damage to loads of his crew. Still didn't kill anything. <laughs> at which point parker got lured in paralyzed poked in the eye set on fire poisoned (laughs) everything bad you could possibly think yeah this is fine this is fine because he can he can reduce damage he's quite tough and all i need to do is get that doctor in there and that librarian in there yeah to heal him unless of course he gets cursed by the hanged that immediately halved his 14 hit points down to seven <laughs> and stopped him healing for the rest of the game. Yes. At which point I looked at Johan, or Johanna, because I've got Johanna, in my box, because I didn't take her, missing her condition removal greatly. And just yeah. thinking, if this was a Von Schill crew, everyone would have condition removal from the trunk and I'd yeah. be
1: okay. I forgot to mention that Collie had done that to me as well. Yeah, cheers, buddy. So I'd taken that risk of reward from Masaki. And cool three soul stones out of the way well two I think I did that mm. point he's done me some damage cool well we're going to heal two at the end of the thing if I run away I should be fine can't heal yeah and they did the can't heal thing mm. and we went but no I can't but I, that means
0: I can't get you uh, can reduce damage with soul stones I couldn't get,
1: healing but you didn't have access to them did you no and no. I couldn't get back to the end of the turn and then he smashed me in the face and killed me yes yeah so yeah. That, that was really irritating so well done Colin yeah, but also reiterates. why well, I don't think Shames is that bad.
0: So I was convinced that I was going to lose massively, but I'd managed to use a trapper mm-hmm. to claim
1: corner of the board. Oh yeah, because you'd put a you'd put a you guys put a house like right in the corner, and there was like a little like two inch gap along there was the like, side. Well, no, there was like there was
0: because on like the um, you're you're sort of four inches in from the corner, and yeah, yeah. it was like a six
1: inch courtyard, and it had the scheme marker there and yeah, yeah. this trapper, trapper, trapper yeah
0: who just literally sat in the corner of the board unable to see anyone <laughs> claiming and dropping scheme markers yeah uh, for the for um claim jump yes um just sort of doing that for the entire game <laughs> I took hands as well this is I uh, Sometimes when I get an idea, it's quite good. Because hands can shoot into engagements without randomising. Which is awesome. Yes. So the idea, tie up the entire crew with one tough model. Yeah. Shooting, shoot, shooty, shooty, shooty. Yeah. Drop some scheme markers, blow them up. Cool. All good. Um, but I was genuinely convinced I was going to lose because my master was dead really quickly. And I'd taken the, the scheme Undercover Entourage... Oh, on right. Parker, so by the end by the start of turn two, he was in the enemy deployment zone, but he was paralyzed with three wounds and unable <laughs> to heal. It's like okay, <laughs> probably not gonna make it to the end of the game to score me some points yet, yeah. but because I managed to pin all of Colin's stuff right back in the corner, he had a crudig in the opposite corner' that um that started wherever it liked yeah. that did a similar thing but he couldn't get the other scheme markers in
3: mm-hmm.
0: in play because he was just so pinned back yeah. and Taylor lasted all the way almost she lasted until the second to last turn um, and she was she just really sort of tanked damage I did about 35 points of damage to Seamus and he kept healing
3: mm-hmm.
0: and healing and healing yeah. and then he healed some more Yeah. then he underside bottom of the foot then he healed then he trotted by his master's side closely then he healed um then he was the victim in a gambling con and then he healed that was good but yeah. <laughs> or awful depending on uh, on your taste um yeah so i didn't manage to kill Seamus, no. but i did manage to keep all of his models pinned back and busy with these other things and managed to i u- ended up using my oathkeeper upgrade on mad dog who in this game did almost nothing <laughs> he then moved claimed an objective in the uh, in the center of the board uh, for squatters rights and then dropped a scheme marker which worked with the trap got me some points and then right at the end of the game he took a double walk next to some of Colin's scheme markers and claimed them as his own at the end of the game! <laughs> stopping Colin from winning when Colin had finally managed like five minutes before the end of the game to sort of run forward and drop some scheme markers. Yeah. And he went, no, I've I've done this before. I live a life of crime, you know. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea he's got that kind of voice. He yeah, looks yeah. tough, but hello, I'm mad dog. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's mad. Yeah. So yeah that was really good and again that mad dog was amazing even though he only did two things yeah in the entire game so at the end of it we totted up wins and losses and such like and Chris won yeah our new player in his really playing probably played less than 10 games in total yeah I think that's what he'd added up as one. so well done Chris round of applause yeah well, Could well put deserved. that cheering thing we stole from YouTube yeah Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with the drunken sailor and I came second because I'm amazing yeah and then everyone else kind of came together really
1: there wasn't much in it there wasn't much in it but I think we worked out as Colin Jeremy and then Rob oh no Colin Rob Rob, had the same points Jeremy
0: oh so you came last so the tournament favourite ended up did you did you throw the games to make us all feel better I wish no. I'm just shit it's because you don't play enough it's because I'm shit yeah I suppose, I suppose if you're shit at something you don't want to do it <laughs> 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 oh dude oh, yeah I do like because you've been discussing recently getting into a new faction a new master mm-hmm. who's on the list
1: <laughs>
0: yeah I know yeah.
1: so I'm I'm looking at other masters now because fuck that
0: yeah just, just go play Rasputina or um Leveticus is is mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of I just I just want to do comical bullshit that doesn't matter on what the fuck happens with card draws because I can't rely on them. Yeah, they, they screw me over the most inopportune moments.
0: But if you have really 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 good models, then you can have a few bad card draws and uh, card flips, and you can still win because all the models are really good. <laughs> Blowing your mind, man. <laughs> so yeah what do we think i i i liked this as an Mm. idea yeah i did Uh, i enjoyed it and it felt balanced in the sense that everyone won at least one game yeah most of the games were close my game against chris was not close Uh, and it was the victory point differential from that game that did me in yeah because my other games were scraped and i lost heavily uh, to Chris, I'm
1: fairly sure Chris said the game he and Joe played at the end, they both thought they were going to end with like a nil-nil draw. Yeah, um, just because the way things are working out for them. I've never
0: seen a no-score draw. Yeah. In, uh, it's like the opposite of the pools. It should be worth extra points. <laughs> you have to really try not to get points in uh, in Malifaux, yeah. I Yeah, um,
1: but you know, yeah, it did. It did feel feel balanced. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm starting to actually. Learn how my Misaki works, but yeah, yeah. The game against Colin, I think I only lost by a couple of points, I only beat Chris by a couple of points. Um, Rob was a few, but it, you know, because it went tits up kind of thing, but it was closer than most of my games. Normally, I managed to score out one scheme, that's it, yeah. Whereas I was more balanced, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um it seemed to be the same for everybody else I played as well,
0: yeah. I think they're definitely masters that have very individual strengths and weaknesses, yes. And thus, when they're kind of pitted against each other, maybe it becomes a little rock, paper, scissors. Malafow could sometimes feel a bit like that. Yeah, I mean, and you're trying to find the right implement for the scheme pool, whereas being forced to play a master regardless can kind of heighten that. Yeah, that, that difference.
1: Well, as I said, you know, that game I had against Chris, where that was pretty much in my massively in my favour.
0: Yes, here's all the things you would like in the pool. Go yeah. and do the things. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so you know, that couldn't have been a fun game. <laughs> I Crystal was most imagine.
0: confident about guard the stash. Yeah, yeah. Because Parker can make people drop loads of scheme markers all over the place, mm-hmm. and it synergizes well with things like um, like claim jump yeah. and such like, which were which is always in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other scheme markery things there, and I had a quicker crew. Um, and quite a lot of minions to sort of hold hold the position, and I thought I was gonna do quite well with that, and I thought I'd be able to rush forward, form a gun line, and just keep everything off, and it yeah. just didn't work at all um so you know I learned something, yeah um, but yeah i uh I really enjoyed it yeah it it got me completely out of my comfort zone, and that first game, I was ready to go home, yeah, but I think that was a combination of complete. Not having an idea what I was doing and struggling that way. Yeah. With the pressure of knowing that there's a timer. So the more I dithered, the more sort of guilty I felt. Yes. You know, I'm ruining the game for the other person. Yeah. Um, So I should have had at least a couple practice games.
1: Yeah, I think that probably would have made things better for everybody. Listening
0: to Schemes and Stones wonderful. Mm -hmm. Have you listened to the Mizaki one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe try it again. Hmm? Maybe try it again.
1: That's why I did so well this time so well i said in quotation marks you won
0: a game mate
1: yeah exactly which <laughs> i don't think i've ever done before
0: oh, oh, Aaron. <laughs> oh.
1: i shouldn't probably admit that on a podcast where we're talking about how to play malapo well, but we're not
0: we're not set up as a competitive hardcore gamer no. podcast. that's not what we're about we're about learn from my mistakes yeah we're about sharing our our joy and Horrors. Maybe talking in too much detail about games because <laughs> we said we wouldn't do that and then we did.
1: Yeah, well, to talk about the things that were interesting for the Masters, yeah, yeah. to, I suppose. Interesting in, in each game. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, that's what we're aiming for. Um, I think I had a much better time of it because I was willing to mix my crew up and I know Chris mm. was changing a few models here and there to suit what was going on
1: yeah I think Rob was as well yeah. uh, but to a more limited extent The same with Colin but again to a more limited extent whereas me and Joe who ironically lost mm. I think weren't in, mixing things up
0: I think in Malifo, you really and we've talked about this before, but you really need to zero in on how am I going to score points in this game yeah and so, like for you, when, when it was, well, I'm going to score points by killing stuff. Excellent. My crew kills stuff. Yeah. But when it was, I'm going to need scheme runners or I'm going to need to sacrifice this model or, or do this or do that. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of need that. You need that wider pool of models, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's, it's ever going to be a case of there being a list that is unbeatable. No. In Malifaux, which I think is a, a strength in its favour. Yeah, definitely. But it, it does mean, although, yes, you can play Malifaux with six models, really, to to play well and to, to get good, you do need to buy quite a bit of
1: stuff. All right. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm just saying that it's... You,
1: you need to feel, you have variety. Yeah, one options. of the
0: things we said, oh, yeah, is great because it's really cheap to get into because you just buy a box set and maybe a, a couple little sort of booster packs. Yeah. But to play well, yeah. you need a couple masters from the same faction to cover different eventualities, and you need different support pieces for different situations. Yeah. And you, you know, and it, it's, it's maybe not quite as cheap a game as we thought. No. Especially now the pound has collapsed, like a flannel and a cupboard
1: well yeah I mean I don't really like the idea of whoring myself out for more 10 funders models but if I have to well you're not a poor dirty student anymore no it's so, true
0: so you've decided to commit to a different faction and buy yourself a pig army <laughs> <laughs> which I'm really excited to see in action yeah because they just, they're just they just comical bullshit Yeah, as exactly. you said earlier yeah. um, and they look fun yeah um, but some of those pigs are actually quite good. Get a a pole. People complain about the a pole. Oh the yeah, time. yeah.
1: Pig poles on my list. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Stuffed stuffed piglets.
1: No, um, dynamite in them. Yeah, why not? Yeah, is
0: that stuffed ones?
1: I don't know. I've looked at those. Ah, cool. look them. Um, pigs in blankets.
0: Yeah, and I I like the um, I like the Animal Farm themed characters and stuff they have as well. Yeah. 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 So that'd be cool. So we'll have something new to talk about there um but if you've if you've got the models kicking around in your in your gaming group in your meta um i i do recommend giving this a go Mm. it kind of changes the feel of the game because maybe you're not expecting to win every game yeah or maybe you're trying to win every and you're trying to bend the pool of what you've got or trying to bend the capabilities of a master to do something maybe they're not so good at. Yes. It would have been quite cool to pick a faction each and have the two masters from each to choose from, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't have been stuck with Mizaki. You could have played Yanlo as well if you felt that Yanlo would have done you better.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm not quite sure how that would balance between them, maybe. Um, Kairis and Ironside, Martucket and Ulix... Lady Justice and Hoffman are very different. Uh, Zoraida and Lu- Lucius, yeah. Ron Schill and Parker, Beg- they're a shooty cruise, really. Yeah. We have a lot of overlap with that. I mean, I took Librarian and um, <coughs> yeah. Lazarus quite regularly. Tara and Seamus are very different. Mm. Uh, Mizaki and Yanlow,
1: Quite different. I think Yanlow's more of a...
0: Supporty type guy,
1: isn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's, it's more like more sort of... Of putting statuses and stuff on characters yeah poisoning them, so maybe that like
0: would give you maybe that would give you a bit of variety so you yeah. can pick maybe a faction and yeah play the same faction or you could declare fa- you'd have to have lots of these and maybe people don't I don't know if people have lots of these models in their collection they're not seen as particularly good mm. the ones I've got I like, I like the models yeah so that was the, the thing where I, I bought them um, from that I mean, I, I really enjoyed playing Parker, and I may just never give Chris his models back and paint them up and lick them <laughs> and claim them as my own. Because um, cause he was actually good. I wasn't that excited to play him to start with. No. He's very schemy, droppy, quite complicated, quite convoluted yeah. in what he's doing, very precise. He does this thing and he drops that, and then he picks it up and he gains a thing, and then he does that and he does yeah. this, and then he has one AP left to do something else. Yeah um but actually once i once I got into him, it was a challenge to make him work hmm. um and I felt it worked okay I don't think I'd have been happy playing Parker against say one of the top tier masters, no, especially to start with with Parker because yeah. you know that's that's tricky, so maybe as a way of breaking things in,
1: yeah, possibly you've got yeah. used to used to how the game runs, and you're getting more into the systems and stuff, play with the bad ones because it gives you a better yeah. understanding of how. How to work in a shit situation? Yeah. So those those new upgrades
0: then? Oh
1: yes, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think every one of us used a new upgrade at some point. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're trying the the poor masters against each other, so we can't talk about how they balance with the rest of the game. No, no. But I do felt I do feel like your thing for Mizaki almost feels like the piece that was missing from making her work. Yes. Because if she snuffs it you'll get the soul stones back and you can start using them for other stuff you don't have to sort of spend them recklessly or, yeah. or whatever um von Schill's upgrade looked really really good his new one but yeah he he starts he starts being a bit more a bit more interesting with the the new upgrades that just kind of waffle never mind um <laughs> yeah the one thing I will say mm. i thought I gonna end on a down note. <laughs> We've got models now where, like, Parker has, like, this enormous handful of different upgrades that you can put on him. Yeah. You've got those models, like we talked about earlier, where you've got models like the Oxford Mages. Mm -hmm. So they're an enforcer, but they've all got two upgrades. Yeah. Now, one of those upgrades is the same for all of them, but the other one is, is different for each one. Yeah. So you need to know which one's got which and they've got two upgrades attached um yeah. so last time we played, I played Jackdaw,
1: yeah
0: and so like a model like Montresor for instance, who nobody seems to like, he has a free zero cost upgrade to give him a boost to make him more competitive to kind of rebalance him yeah hands who I used in my last game against uh, against Colin. He has a zero point upgrade that you can attach. Yeah. Now this is great. This is fine. So you know, trying to keep the game fresh and such like. But it feels oh, and, and it feels like there's a, a lot of fiddling around and putting lots of cards down. And you've got your model and the upgrade and the free upgrade. And mm-hmm. then you're also which version of the card are you using because of the erratas and the changed cards?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't play at a particularly small table and I find we're running out of room yeah we've got we've got a good four or
0: five inches on either side of the board mm-hmm. to play on yeah if we're just playing with one person on one game going on on the table we've got the sides which makes it easier but we, yeah we tend to get two games side by side with kind of a four inch strip on each other. and yeah you do run out of you do run out of room yeah. and you end up with loads of stuff on the board yeah um I keep losing cards and forgetting, like, picking up a card and then not putting it back and going, which upgrades on who? (laughs) Um, And it's starting to feel like the game is becoming a little bit clunky.
1: Yeah. Like it it needs sort of a sweep under the carpet with some things and just a big batch of reprints for the zero-point upgrades to put them on the cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that might make it easier rather than having an eroded card and its zero point upgrade yeah. and this and that. It just Malifaux's always been a complicated game
3: mm-hmm.
0: and there's now more complication to that, more abilities, more things to remember when you use a model, more options to try to decide what you're using. Yeah. And I like the complexity of Malifaux. I like that it makes me think, but it is giving me that Malifaux headache earlier and earlier in the in the day yeah because
1: there's so much going on i think part of the reason we called it at free games is because because people
0: start to dribble
1: yeah yeah my head ached the next day
0: and if you want to know if you want to know what some models do you're going to be looking at in the book that they came out in maybe a book later on where they got an upgrade Mm -hmm. another book later on where they got an upgrade yeah and then maybe checking the errata as well. And it starts to become a little bit too complicated, I think. Yeah. I don't know if the game's kind of bursting at the seams a little. Um, we're going to come back. I think our next episode on Malifaux will be a run through Broken Promises. Yeah. Which I'm going to give to Aaron now to take home and make some notes on. Cool. Give him homework from the podcast. I'm so cool. Okay, I won't do it. Make me feel right at home as, a, <laughs> as an ex teacher, not a teacher anymore, yeah. <laughs> podcast bomb. Um, <laughs> and so I'm just finding it's becoming a slight bit of a barrier. It's like, yeah, oh, I need to find all these thi-. and it's, I don't know, it just makes it fiddly and awkward. And yeah, more stuff to remember,
1: especially when we're playing games like you're supposed to be playing with Manifold, where you can swap out masters and models each game
0: yeah yeah the a num- dizzying number of options and a diff- dizzying number of things to remember every time yeah. and then if you're thinking if I want to be good at this game I need to know what they're probably going to do and then yeah. that's where I start to dribble slightly yes yeah um, so I actually quite like the fact that we were playing with a few more restrictions this time mm-hmm. because I looked at what everyone else's master could do before we played <laughs>
1: Did you? No, I just losing. <laughs> That's why I lose. I
0: just had a, I mean, I
1: just cast my eye yeah, over yeah. the
0: 17 books I needed to look in to find all the information. Sure. I barely remembered
1: any of but but it, But it gave you at least an overview. I felt
0: more confident than you know, just maybe... I'm still slightly wary of going to a big tournament and coming up against something I've never played before and having no idea what's going on. Yeah, I remember playing my very first game of tournament Netrunner at a store championship, mm-hmm. not at the, the charity event, because that was a bit slightly different, but... Sitting across from someone who is very well known, very well respected in that scene, who just started throwing cards down on the table and then nodded at me for it to be my go. And I'm like, I have no idea what you just did, mate. Yeah. Because I've not played against this deck and I need to read all your cards, but we've only got a short time to play. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Mandatory draw. <laughs> um, and so I'm feeling a bit like that with Malafoe. There's just so much to remember. It's so so complicated so I've quite liked uh, knowing the schemes in advance yeah. uh, the strategies in advance yes. knowing the masters that people are going to be playing in advance knowing what I'm going to be playing in advance because I still don't feel super confident in just sort of turning up and going oh that scheme pool yeah that's definitely that's a Von Schill scheme pool or, yeah that's uh that's a Lilith scheme pool Ah, oh, yes I shall summon Sonia Back from the flames uh, because <laughs> I don't know. It's too much. This yeah, is too maybe just getting old.
1: Possibly. I mean, you know, it's not the only thing catching our attention.
0: No, no, we've been. if we, if we only
1: played Malifaux, it might be more, more ma- manageable. But I think yeah. if I tried coming into it now, looking at all this stuff, I'd be put off it a little bit. Would you?
0: Would you be pushing now for Malifaux th- third edition? and a spit and a polish and a
1: clean but you know how I don't like sort of banning and removing and just starting over again
0: yeah 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 I know you
1: are no I'd still want to promote NFO 3.0 yeah yeah I think it's just I like the fact there's a lot of options there Yeah, that's lovely and I think it means there's something for everybody but it's also getting too much to be able to actually be able to understand the game
0: Mm. it's almost feeling like at the point now the number of masters the number of models Mm. when they re-released it last time there was stuff that had been out that didn't come out for like a year or almost two
1: yeah
0: so you had models that were just kind of sat there yeah um, so if people out there have any suggestions I mean if you're dead set against a Malifaux 3.0 and you'd want to find us and kill us for suggesting it let us know yeah fair but if you've got any suggestions on either what could could happen
1: yeah
0: or if you've got suggestions on how to sort of tidy Malifaux up as it is and kind of find a halfway house where we're kind of yeah, maybe making it a bit more access. I think it's the accessibility issue to me. Yeah, more than anything. Um, then let us know. It'd be really interesting to hear whether our experience tallies with anyone else, or whether we're just you know wimps that need to get good. Mm. But I really enjoy playing these more limited tournaments. Yes, and it's making me. F- it's starting to build my confidence. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah so thank you very much if you enjoyed that uh, please feel free to leave a like or even to subscribe it really helps us out and it means we can keep making more of these especially if you tell your friends um, who will think you're really cool for tuning them into the hippest cats on the block meow <laughs> oh god
1: too much Again, unsubscribe.
0: Sometimes when I feel like slightly anxious in in social situations, I'll accidentally say the word groovy, like I'm in <laughs> Scooby
1: Doo or Austin Powers, which is even worse.
0: It comes from Evil Dead.
1: Yeah, it does. It, but yeah. it's where I,
0: I picked it up from. But it's still incredibly uncool. So and uncalled for <laughs> like that pun <laughs> made you choke on that one, yeah. Jesus. Um, so. Yeah, we we'd love it if you if you shared us around. Um, you can also find us on uh well you can find the podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on any good RSS feed based podcast distribution service of your choice. <laughs> you can also listen along on YouTube, mm-hmm. and we release gaming videos on a semi-regular basis on YouTube as well, so feel free to pop over. And you can come and chat to us on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can even visit criticaldwits.com yay it's pretty yeah (laughs) cool so I've been Brian Ennis and I've been Aravinsky and I'm off to go and shake down some fools and rob them inspired by Parker
1: and I'm hoping to get buried because I'm very tired by Tara excellent so until next time we'll catch you soon bye bye
2: Are falling, this is the world's end. I ain't seen civilization since I don't know when, and I'm stuck in Vortex prison, and time keeps dragging on.
3: But the news keeps exploding
2: on my wasteland home. When I was just a baby, a raider told me, son. Always follow Vault Boy, always play with guns. So I shot a man in New Reno with bats right in the eye. Then I set my gatling spinning and watched the townsfolk die. ha <laughs> ha! There's rich folks eating in a fancy red free bar. They're probably drinking nuka, eating my caviar. Well, I've got nothing common, and bottle caps ain't free. But my XP keeps me climbing up that skill perk tree. Well, if they freed me from the vault, if that, if that right away was mine, I bet I would just be a little less inclined to die. Far from Voltex prison, that's where I wanna stay. And I'd let that lonesome mini-nuke blow my blues away.